Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So how are you? you? I only saw you last week swimming in the beautiful Brighton Sea. How have you been the last few days? It was lovely in the Brighton Sea. How's your shoulder? Well, I'll just tell everybody that I've got a frozen shoulder and I was a bit worried about going in the sea with Jane, but actually a few little strokes in the sea and it really did my shoulder good. It was great. So I really yeah. enjoyed it. It was a lovely holiday coming down to see you. Oh, so it was nice. so nice. You were, a, you were a beautiful house guest. Oh, thanks. Well, you know, it's so like nice to come to your place. I loved it. <laughs> It was really LA, man. It was so cool out on the beach. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. Uh, yes, no, no, you were you were you were a very good house guest because I've had a previous house guest, because you yeah. know I'm very I'm very OCD. Mm-hmm. And my previous house guest, who is a male, had some new blue jeans on. Oh, and yeah. he stayed overnight. And when mm-hmm. I got up in the morning, there was a blue handprint on the wall. Oh dear. He'd had a bit too much to drink the night before and in steadying himself on the wall had left his markings. So what did you do about the blue hand on the wall? Well, I screamed. No, I didn't scream actually. I was quite calm for me Mm -hmm. and I did manage to get it off. You didn't draw around it then? No, I got it off with one of those magic sponges. Oh, very good. That sounds good. And I think I need a magic sponge around the whole of my house. <laughs> and your body. Oh, and your body for definitely. I've got loads of blue handprints all over. I've got loads of, um, you know, like patches from my HRT. I'm covered in patchy patches because I'm a bit mucky and I don't scrub myself properly. So where my patches have been, I've just got endless patch marks all over Ooh. my abdomen. Have you? Like tide yeah. marks, but patch just, marks. Yeah, patch marks where the glue was left a little square. And I've got loads of them. just turned into a sort of HRT patchwork person. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. you could do you could do um um what do you call it? A patchwork quilt, but an HRT patchwork quilt. Yeah, could use all my you know, all the little squares that I have to take off twice a week. I mean they must I don't know where they go to, but yeah, maybe I should make a patchwork quilt with them. It'd be a bit thin. It wouldn't really it could keep you quite warm if you have quite a few layers of Yes, yeah, so you could double, double exactly, you do, could double up the patches. You could, yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, where the stickiness is, you could stick little, you know, bits of glitter. And maybe if I rolled in glitter, you know, regularly, maybe I, they'd all, all the glitter would stick to my the gluey patches as well on my body that I left and now they're all just black and dirty. Um, yes. You know, maybe I could just have glitter patches instead. Well, that's the reverse of the quilt. The glitter is the reverse. Yeah, it is. So That'd you be could good. have one side glitter, one not. 
you could do um, a Tracy Emin, a piece of artwork on the actual mm. patches because they would be quite boring if you just had a pat, an HRT patchwork quilt. So you have, mm. you would have to do a piece of artwork on each patch. Yeah, you, you, you know, I'm sure somebody must have done that already. No, they have not. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I should, or I could, because they're quite sticky, I, I could stick things onto them, couldn't I? I could stick little messages or... Messages are good. Yeah, or slices of um, courgettes, because, you know, I've got quite a lot of courgettes still. Well, nothing that's going to go off. Yeah, but it could be a process, couldn't it? The... Uh, the story of decay and HRT patches. Well, you wouldn't want it on your bed if it's got all decaying courgette. I know, but I've got Tom with me and he's a bit, you know. Is he like a decaying courgette? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes smells like one. Because he's a bit, we're like, yeah, we're a bit like the twits, you know. Don't have that many baths or showers. I think that's good, though, in these, in these times, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we probably bathe too much. If you remember when we were growing up, a bath was a luxury. We'd have a bath a week. And, no. um, and otherwise we'd have a, a, a top and bottom wash. I know. what. I mean, we must have been, were we like, were we saving energy then or were we just mucky? No, we just didn't. Yeah, I think we maybe we were saving energy. Maybe it, it was just a luxury, wasn't it, to have a bath? To fill up a whole bathtub and in the olden days everybody got in the bath didn't they in fact yeah. we used to do that i think we used to do that as teenagers you know that we'd we'd maybe share bath water oh yeah everybody used to share the bath water didn't they yeah i mean i always offer my bath water to tom but he always turns it down does he is that because you're yeah. weeing it <laughs> i try my best not to <laughs> <laughs> Would it work the other way around that you would go in Tom's bathwater? I don't mind. Probably not, though. It is mm. probably acidic. Well, yeah. if he smells of courgettes as well. Yeah, he does smell, yeah. But anyway, he didn't smell this morning because he's he's gone off on his, um, he's gone to do his, his gig because he's on weekends at the moment. He's doing different um, tours around, you know, so he's, he's in Spain this weekend um, doing his gigs with Jim Jones. So, um, yeah. So he's a very excited. Off he went. He left me with my kombucha. And um, because I've been busy making kombucha. And, What's um, kombucha? Yeah, it's a, it's a back to, it's a, it's a drink. You know, like we always talk about like um, the properties that the bees give. Well, you know, kombucha is another sort of natural thing that's really really good for you and it's got a lot of uh you know bacteria healthy gut bacteria in fact jane you should be drinking kombucha every day i'm sure it helps with like trumps and you know <laughs> i was gonna say you know it help with my trump because i noticed i was your house guest and i did trump because you, you were just trumping all the time and i thought a minute you do trump a lot don't you you trumped like Billy O'Joe. You trumped at the table. <laughs> that was only once. I only did one trump and it was at the table. Yeah, you did. Did you trump when you went on, um, when you said you were on Saturday, um, what is it called, Saturday Kitchen? No, I didn't trump then. But I've noticed that my tummy's gone quite big recently. Oh, well, you need this kombucha then because that's precisely for that. Mm. And it's full of loads of like nutrients and healthy bacterias. 
And so it's 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 been like going for thousands of years in like Asia and and all around the world, in fact, in all different places. And we've just come onto it now. And, you know, it's a beautiful drink. It's really refreshing. And it's a great alternative to alcohol because it's sort of got a fermented taste, a little bit like, you know, cider vinegar or some sort of alcohol, like a natural wine. And you can add lots of herbs to it and fruit. And it's really delicious. So if I was to get, do kombucha, get kombucha, how would I go about doing it? And what is the process? Well, it, you have to have a big jar. No, how a... would I get it? First question, how would I get it? Sorry, there's an ambulance just going by. It would come in an ambulance because it's a live <laughs> thing. And if it doesn't get to you soon and you don't put it in the right environment, it could die. So mm. you, your friend could give it to you if they make kombucha or you can buy it in the post. I bought mine from a company in Cumbria and they sent it in the post and it arrived and it looked like something that you would get out of a, an old monkey plug that had had sort of rotten old beer in it for and it would block it was blocked and or in a jar of fermented yuckiness and if you open the lid and there'd be like a layer of sort of gel on the top that's what they send you mm -hmm. and that's called a scoby and it's a mixture of bacteria and yeast mm -hmm. and it's got it comes in this water that's got acidy things in and and bacteria and yeast and then you have to feed it with tea and sugar mm. and the bacteria lives on the nutrients in the tea mm. and then it changes the sugar into sort of healthy sugars like fructose and sucrose but it actually then it produces these enzymes the more sugar it it's like a living organism mm. it, it produces enzymes that break down the sugar even further and turn them into healthy bacteria and nutrients and vitamins how amazing is that it's amazing so when do you know when your kombucha is ready to drink so um because you feed it on quite a lot of sugar the scoby so it's in like a jar full of tea and water and um, you have to use like a, an unchlorinated water. So Tom gave me a little one of his Camden tablets, a little teeny tiny bit, which he uses for brewing. And that, that kills the chlorine in the water. So I think you can't use normal tap water because the chlorine in the water would kill the bacteria. Mm. And then um, the SCOBY feeds on all this over about six days, I think. And then between six and nine days, you try it. And if the sweetness has started to go and you like the taste of it, it started to turn a bit sour because it's a very sour drink, then it's ready. And then you can add like herbs, flavoring. You could add an easy one, could be like apple and ginger, I'm only just started with my scoby. So um, I've only had it growing. Uh, not, it does grow, actually. It grows and produces another scoby. So then you can take one scoby out and give it to a friend. So I could actually give it to you. And then oh. you bake it. It sounds, it sounds quite, it sounds a bit of a bollock. No, I think, um, I think because we've done, well, I haven't done any brewing, but because Tom's always brewing stuff, you know, 
it's he was couldn't wait to get started with it but it's my project because it's not alcohol it's um well it's not free of alcohol it's got about one percent alcohol but it's so delicious and if you buy one in the shops it can be anything up to like four pounds even five pounds for a, a really nice bottle of kombucha oh so you can buy it in bottles in a shop yeah here. so you buy it in health shops yeah um it's not really in the supermarket but it's all in health shops or yeah. even you know like fancy um you know nice deli places like my one near me middle lane market they have it and it's so yummy and um and then you just yeah it's just good for your gut so yeah I'm going to be doing it and then drinking it when you've had it in the shop um have you noticed a difference when you've had it it really first of all I what I did notice is I did um I think I did a lot more trumping and burping to start with but I think it like it sort of gets your gut really healthy. So first of all, you know, it might just start to cleanse your gut. So for you, you probably have to stand on your balcony and, <laughs> you know, you might blow the traffic away with the sort of gas. Oh, oh yes, that would be perfect. And then there'd be no yeah. noise. <laughs> yeah. So you could do that. and Maybe you could even set fire to it at the same time. But um, no, don't do that. But so you... Um, you know, once you start drinking it, you might have a, t- a period of a bit of reaction to it. But then once your gut has got all those healthy bacteria in, it's really good for you. It's so good. <laughs> oh, dear, Jane. I don't know whether it helps with sneezes, but it's probably all, all the same. But anyway, so I'm very pleased with myself because it's always Tom that's always doing the brewing. And he's made, because we've had so much fruit He's making plum wine. He's got cider on the go, as well as he's just, you know, done all his hops and he's got a beer. So he'll be, you know, wobbling down the street and I'll be supporting him because I'll be only on the kombucha. Yes. And um, so do they provide you with a jar or do you have to get your own jar? So Tom got me the jar. He got me a five litre kilner jar um, and it was online and it wasn't that expensive. It sounds massive and it's got like a little tap at the bottom. So you can, once you've done the first stage of fermentation, when the scoby has busy been eating all the sugar and and the tea and it's been changing the the water inside the big kilner jar, then um, you can take the put the tap on and pour the, pour the kombucha into a bottle. And that's when you add your flavours. So mm. once it's fermented, then you add your flavours and you leave that in for about a day and then you can start drinking it. And it starts to naturally carbonate as well. So it's a fizzy drink. Oh. So maybe that's why I was burping a bit after it. But yeah, it's fizzy. Obviously, I don't like fizzy drinks. Well, you could shake yours and get rid of the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds too much like hard work to me. And if you've got a Tom in your life, it makes such a difference because Tom has brought so much to the table with this kombucha, hasn't he? Well, he, he didn't. He, he, what he did, he ordered me the jar because he likes doing things like that. But I could have ordered my own jar. It wasn't difficult. In fact, most people have got, you know, I just got a big jar because I know I love kombucha, but you can do it in a two litre jar. It's not got to be that big. But well, if I'm you've got. Try- I'm going to try it in a shop first. I'm going to try and have it in a shop and see how I am off it. 
All right then. Well, why don't you try a couple of kombuchas this week? See what it does for you. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And if you don't like the bubbles, when you put it in the glass, just give it a bit of a stir. And the bubbles go, do they? Yeah, because it's all it is, is it's carbonated, isn't it? So once it comes out of the bottle, to get rid of any bubbles, you just you just stir it and the bubbles come up to the top and they pop. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that like really basic science? Am I being a real thicker? Well, it yes. is basic yes. science. Yes. yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but, you know, this is, um, I think this is, uh, you know, you know what I'm like. I, I like learning about new sort of things. And it is... Um, it is a chance to be, um, you know, to be learning, having your own sort of biology lesson with this scoby. Anyway, I, I, I was so excited when I got my scoby through the post and I put it into the jar like it was a really live product. And I was thinking, what sort of voice would it have? And what do you think this scoby, what do you think the scoby, what voice would it have? I think the scorpion has got a, a, a Birmingham voice. Do you? Okay, mm. then. And it sort of floats around eating the tea and the sugar. Yeah, I think it's so like that. I'm eating sugar now and I'm turning into something else. That's how I work. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not fast. Is it it's sort of going quite slowly? Yeah, it does actually. It sort of undulates around. Well, mm. it floated at the top first of all, and then it sort of sunk halfway. Sort of like a big, like if you were to go to like um a sort of, you know, like a, an aquarium and look in the tank and you'd see like a scoby floating by, sort of <laughs> bobbling along. <laughs> But do you think that you sort of have got this live organism in your house and it's sort of doing its own thing? It's not like a dog or a cat, is it? It's this thing that's sort of, you know, doesn't have a brain, but it's kind of just doing its own thing. Is it not a bit sinister? No, I like it because, you know, it reminds me of, you know, mushrooms and fungus. I like the idea of that. I like the idea that it's got some sort of intelligence. But, you know, fungus can actually make decisions. It knows where to grow and it can follow roots. These symbiotic relationships, like fungus has a symbiotic relationship with the soil, with the trees. They're sending messages to each other. So this this SCOBY, see, Mm. I thought it was a scouser, my SCOBY. My scoby has got a relationship with the sugar and the tea and they're like getting on together and, you know, they're good friends and they need each other and they need, they need each other, Jane. They need us like, like us, we need each other. Do you think that we've got a symbiotic relationship? Oh yeah, we have. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to work out what it is. But we need each other, don't we? We we cheer each other up. Yeah, we've got information for each other and we help each other. Do you think if we had if we had to choose who would be the mushroom and who would be the man? Yeah. Who, who would you be? I think for a new start and beginning, I'd be the mushroom. Oh, I wanted to be the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much we don't know about fungus. You know, fungus is just, well, it breaks things down, doesn't it? And 
changes things. And in fact, we break things down too, don't we? Like our species, we are changing, we're changing stuff all the time as well, aren't we? Usually in a bad way. We are, as a human race, we are breaking things down. We're breaking down our own planet. Our own environment, yeah. We'll be broken down before the planet is. Oh, yeah, we will. The planet will keep keep on going because it does replenish. That's what's so brilliant about the planet. If it was left alone, it would replenish so quickly. Deep, aren't we? Oh, ever so deep. Yeah. I think it's interesting because it was the full moon at the weekend um, it was the harvest moon. Mm. And, um, in you know, in, in harvest time, obviously, we're sharing all the products and we're making a lot of food and we're giving it to our friends and stuff like that. And there was a girl, um, a girl on my community garden. And she's from, she's Kurdish. And she said in her culture, you have to, when it's the harvest moon, you have to give some food to somebody else. And she gave me some goat's cheese, some goat's curd that her mum had sent her from Turkey. I don't think she wanted it, so she passed it on to me. And then I bought it to yours. I ate some of it. And then by the time I got home, I'd forgot that it was in my, my bag. And then when I opened it, it would it had sort of fermented and turned into something else. But I'd that gone fizzy. <laughs> it looked a bit fizzy, yeah. <laughs> but um, there's so many things on the allotment now, so many squashes and tomatoes and like Tom's yeah been busy like making plum wine think you'll try it oh yes that sounds lovely love that yeah you know everything's having like a second wind because of the rain that's come after this dry weather Mm. everything's like replenished and you know it's amazing really you know even the bees I've noticed they're bringing in so much pollen and yes. I've not, I haven't looked in the hive, but it looks like they're doing a lot of collecting. And there's, mm. there's a lot of flowers around. When we were at the allotment last time um, mm. with Arthur, there was a plant yeah. in your garden. Um, and that you said that had had a second coming. Yeah. What was that one? It was all white. Yeah. Well, or that was, was it yellow? My, it was yellow. It was my verbascum. Verbascum. My verbascum Olympia, Giganticus, mm. I think it's called. Oh, and it was just my, 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 what, what's it called again? Uh, Verbascum giganticus. Oh, my, my Verbascum giganticus is really plain. Or it's yeah. like second coming. I know it's just like I mean, it's preaching to the converted. It doesn't need to, but it is. <laughs> you look like a Wallace and Gromit character then, because we're yeah. on we're on, we're on Zoom at the moment, so we can see each other. You, you look like a character from Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Might have been what was she called? Who, who uh, Wallace was in love with? Wendelin. Wendelin. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, so yeah. you've had lots of produce, which is lovely. Now I wanted to ask you because a friend of mine is yeah. um, um, is uh, you met in Max, who's into his oh, allotment. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. they've had a big competition, and he has. Um, uh, he won about three or four prizes with his mm-hmm. vegetables, oh. with his marrows and his mm-hmm. tomatoes. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I think I might have asked you before whether you had competitions on your allotment, and you said no. Um, is that because you're beyond competition? No, we do have a competition on our allotment, and lots of people enter it. I've never entered anything, but um, 
yeah, it's 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 taken very seriously, and people enter, you know, all the vegetables, the longest bean, and I would, I have got a giant squash this year. I showed it to you last week, and it's the size yeah. of a baby, yeah, and it's the weight of a big baby. Back to a small toddler, so I think I could actually enter that maybe. If um, oh, I don't, yeah, there is it. There is going to be a show coming up. I'll try. I will. I'll save it. But oh, it's I've eaten its. I've eaten its baby brother, and it was delicious. Well, save was, save the big baby then, and enter it into the competition because I want to know how well it does. Oh yeah, I think it'll win. It's an absolute. You know, it's like my niece who's. You know, she was a giant baby, Willow, and we don't want to sort of shame her, but we sometimes call her Willow the pillow because she's just such a big, squidgy baby. I think now she's moving around a lot more. Her squidginess is going to, to drop off, but she's so, she's, she is a big baby, like my squash. It's a big baby! As, um, as Bonnie, uh, Willow's sister, Seen, seen the big squash, the big baby squash. No, not yet, but I'm going to see her on Friday, so hopefully she'll see it. But it's about as big as her. I might, I might put her bonnet on it. That's a good I'll idea. A, yeah, draw a face on it. I've done that before, actually, with my squashes. And when I'm so proud of them, I like to give them a little shawl and wrap them up, and you know, and, and I'm proud. I'm a proud mother. Well, if you did that, if you did that in the competition and you laid it on the table, on the competitive table, yeah, um, in its shawl and its little uh, uh, knitted shawl and its little bonnet, would they think that you were taking the pee? Yeah. um, Well, I don't know because I think I'm. They want to keep me on side at the allotment because um, I do. do, You know, I do. I've done a couple of. I'm well. I've done one bee talk, and probably by the time this goes out, I will have done two bee. Talk. So they might just um what's the word? They might just be kind to me because you know they don't want me to be upset and because would you set you know, your, would you set your bees on them if you got no, upset? I wouldn't do that. I'm not that type of person. <laughs> but maybe they'll give you the sympathy prize because you have been so good and because you've got some very threatening bees that you could release onto them. Mm. Maybe they think, oh, well, we'll give her the prize for the biggest squash, even though she might not have the biggest squash. No, but nobody's got a squash as big as mine. I've checked oh. around the allotment and, and gone, you know, looked over to people's plots and I've not seen as big a squash as what I've got. It's a candy roaster. Enormous. So you're a winner there. So that's 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 a winner. What do you get for if you won first prize for your... Um, size squash what prize would you get i think you get like 20p 20p yeah you get it's sort of very small prizes 20p 5p that's how they do it you get a prize it's it's very small the prize and you just say 20 pounds oh no he's a very nominal is that the right word it's a it's a very small prize Mm. 20p i think 5p maybe for a giant bean 2p for a large potato it's not not a big prize i think they have to give you some money as winnings but they don't give like a massive prize right okay and do you have a ceremony oh i hope so i love a ceremony maybe you could walk down the aisle with your squash oh yeah i'll definitely do that walk down to the car park and hold it Mm. up high 
with my one arm because obviously with my frozen shoulder I can't use the other arm so I'd have to just balance it on one arm mm. maybe you and Tom could walk down the aisle as newlyweds with your new baby we could do yeah we will do that we'll do mm. it this autumn in this moon cycle this harvest moon maybe at the end we'll do that Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So, Esther, what was happening with the bees, just to keep me updated? Oh, there's a lot of pollen coming in at the moment with the bees. There's lots of coming and going. But I was a bit worried, Jane, because I don't know whether I've ever explained to you, some bees can rob off other bees. Have I told you about that before? Yes, yes, you have, yes. All right. So, yeah, I wondered whether there was a bit of robbing going on um, in the the colony um, because I put some... When I took my honey off, I put the wet supers back on and I wasn't sure whether some other bees came along and they got a whiff of the honey. Because if they whiff the honey, they they can come and rob it. Mm. But anyway, I'm going to be doing a a bit of a check, but just for the last winter check and, you know, put the Varroa treatment on. Well, that's Just just to interrupt, but how would they rob it without it all sliding about? So what they do is that they break into the hive through the guards and, you know, some guards are good and some aren't so good. So if they get in and they go up to the where the wet comb is with the, the mm. old the, the honey that, you know, still left on the comb, mm. they just take it and they just clean it all out. And then they might think, oh, this hive has got loads of honey in here. We'll just come back for more. And they they literally come back until they've taken all the honey out of the hive. But do they store it in their mouths? Yeah, they store it in their honey stomach. Yeah, because remember they've got two stomachs, mm. and then they take it back to their their hive, and then it's their honey. And then they just regurgitate it when they get to their yeah. hives. And if you've got a disease like EFB, that's when they could catch it. Right. Do you think? Um, because I know when we saw each other, you were pretending to be a bored beekeeper. But I uh, know when we saw each other, you were pretending to be a a boring scientific beekeeper. Some beekeepers mm. are known to be a bit dry when they talk mm. about bees. I was going to ask you about, you know, if you were one of these sort of, you know, just dry um, beekeepers who haven't, you know, who, who just are very scientific, what would you say about that, Robin? Well, that is the nature of bees. 
that that is what they do. I mean, we can't stop them. It's like we have robbers, isn't it? And we often can't stop our robbers. Uh, but that is just human. Well, that's be nature, that human nature for ours, but be nature for them. And um, and so we just have to, let, you know, we just have to let it go. That's part of nature. Um, it's not very fair on the bees, obviously, uh, when they're losing their honey um, to a different colony. It's not very fair, but it is what it is. Mm. And, um, and we just have to let it go. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a rare thing. It doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes it does. <laughs> and do you like do you like honey? Do you like how do you have your honey? Well, I think all beekeepers like honey. That's that's part of the reason why we are beekeepers because we like the produce. We like what they produce. Uh, I like honey. Um, well, I better not say how I, how I like honey. Oh, please share it with us. Uh, well, no, that, that's for private consumption only. <laughs> uh, but yeah. um, uh, but um, I do like uh, my honey on a little bit of dry toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like character. I think we'd have to definitely invite the character back, won't we? What's, what's your beekeeper called? He's called Harold. Harold, we'll definitely would love for you to come back on the show because you were so interesting. <laughs> but thanks, Jane. I know you've got to zip off to do other things and you've got exciting things ahead, which I hopefully you'll be sharing with us at a later date. It was nice. Yeah, you've got you you're doing the job, you've got a new job coming. Oh yes, you? I have Hunter. Can you tell us about that yet? No, not yet. All right then. No, 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 um, no, I can't tell you that. Yeah, yeah. So I know you've got exciting uh, jobs ahead and I can't wait for you to share that with everybody. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy your swim tomorrow and I hope the sun shines and sunny bright and have a good day, Jane. Thank you so much, Essie. I wish you were coming this weekend as well. I'll come soon and we can walk down the promenade together. Yes, and we can go in the icy cold sea if it's winter time. I'll put my hat and scarf on my woolly jumper before I enter. <laughs> Enjoy kombucha. I will. I can't wait to report to see whether I'm... You know, I might explode. I'm not going to eat the scoby hole. I'll just drink the kombucha. Yeah. All right, Ducky. Love you. Love you. Bye, Essie. Bye. Queen Bees is written and created by Esther Coles and Jane Horrocks. It is produced by Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard and partly recorded at The Hives on my allotment near Crouch End in London. Our title music is Sweet Nothing by Amy Mae Ellis and Will Cookson. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Queen Bees Pod for pictures and videos from the hive. Queen Bees is a hat trick podcast. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.